This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. A health researcher says attending religious services more than once a week may extend your lifespan by over 30%. Is this something your doctor should know? I think the biggest surprise for us was the size of the effect. For those who did end up with those illnesses, the service attendant seemed to protect them from dying from those illnesses. Then, smartphones are great for keeping in touch, but there may be downsides, such as restlessness and lack of focus. You'll hear the results of a recent study. As these devices are becoming more integrated in our lives, we really need to start thinking about how we can design them so that they are less addicting and less distracting. Those two stories and more are coming up on this week's InfoTrack. Stay tuned. The show begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. A health researcher says attending religious services more than once a week may extend your lifespan. What are the reasons? And is this something to tell your doctor? InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is here with the story. Roy? Thank you, Chris. We're talking with Tyler Vanderweel, professor of epidemiology in the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health, and he was the lead author of the study. Dr. Vanderweel, welcome to InfoTrack. Thank you. It's a pleasure being with you this afternoon. Before we get to the results of your specific study, you were using data from the Nurses' Health Study. Tell us a bit about that study, because I understand it's being used in many different ways. Yeah, so it's a very large study that began in the 1970s, and they've been following up a group of over 100,000 nurses every two years up until the present, and they've collected data on a large number of health behaviors and exposures and outcomes, so it's quite an extraordinary data source that has been used repeatedly for many different studies. So tell us what exactly you were examining in your study. We were looking at the association between religious service attendance and mortality in follow-up. Religious service attendance began being asked in the Nurses' Health Study in 1992 and was asked every four years subsequently. And so we used those repeated measurements on religious service attendance and health to look at over a 16-year follow-up to what extent did religious service attendance seem to affect mortality. And we found that for those attending services frequently, more than once a week, say, those women were at a uh, 33% reduced risk of mortality and follow-up. Those attending weekly, about 26% reduced risk, and those attending less than weekly, maybe one to three times a month, about 13% reduced risk. So you found the more frequent the attendance, the more significant the impact. That's what it looked like, yes. Talk for a moment about some specific diseases, because I understand one of the most striking findings was about breast cancer. Yeah, so we looked not just at overall mortality, but mortality due to specific causes. And we found that regular service attendance affected both mortality due to breast cancer and mortality due to cardiovascular disease. So those attending regularly were at a 27% reduced risk of mortality from cardiovascular disease and a 21% reduced risk for mortality from cancer. One of the striking things was that service attendance itself didn't seem to lower the likelihood of having breast cancer or cardiovascular disease, but for those who did end up with those illnesses, the service attendant seemed to protect them from dying from those illnesses. 
I'd like to hear some of your theories, because I know some people would say church or having religion has nothing to do with it, but that people have hope and maybe something larger than themselves to live for. But what are your theories? Because obviously these are significant findings. We did look at what some of the pathways might be relating religious service attendance to subsequent health, and we found evidence for a few different pathways, one of which, and perhaps the one that's least surprising, is that by attending religious services, you build community and social support, and that can be helpful both emotionally and materially when ill, and that seems to contribute to health and longer life. Another important pathway seemed to be those who attend religious services due to the social and behavioral norms present in those settings were less likely to smoke, and that, of course, also contributes to health. And then a third pathway we were able to identify is that those attending religious services, perhaps because of the message of hope or faith present there, were less likely to be depressed and more likely to have an optimistic outlook on life, and those things, too, contribute to health. Those factors didn't explain all of the association. We think there are other pathways. Service attendance might, for example, lead to a greater sense of meaning and purpose in life, which we also know is related to subsequent health, or attending religious services and following the practices that different religious groups prescribe might develop self-discipline, which is good for health and all sorts of other outcomes as well. So we expect and believe that there are other important pathways as well, which we were not able to examine in this particular study. Our guest on InfoTrack is Professor Tyler Vanderweel from Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health, and he was the lead author of a study that examined whether going to church can help you live longer. You may not be able to answer this, but death rates overall were lower for churchgoers. Are you able to attach a length of time to that, that, for example, their lifespan was extended by X number of months or years? Yes, We only were able to follow up this group of nurses for 16 years, and over that 16-year time span, regular service attendants seemed to be associated with about five months longer life. If you wanted to look at that across the whole course of a lifespan, one would have to extrapolate beyond the data we have here, but it would probably look like something along the order of two to three years. You were studying women. Presumably, these results would apply at least in some similar fashion to men. There have been some other studies which were methodologically somewhat weaker than this one, but that did look at men. And one does find a similar association between religious service attendance and reduced mortality. The size of the effect seems a little bit smaller for men than for women, but it still does seem protective for men as well. What was the biggest surprise in your study? I think the biggest surprise for us was the size of the effect. There had been other studies looking at this, but they had been criticized because of the possibility of reverse causation. Maybe only those who were healthy were attending services, and that's why one found association between religious service attendance and health. And we did a couple of things to try to address that, one of which was we controlled for lots of health variables at baseline, as well as social and demographic variables, depression and social support, to try to partially address this concern. And then we also had repeated measurements of health and of service attendance over time. So we were able to look at whether changes in health preceded service attendance or vice versa. And we were interested whether the associations would hold up. And they did. If anything, they were somewhat stronger. A 33% reduction in mortality over a 16-year time span is really quite 
substantial. And we were also able to look at patterns of service attendance because we had repeated measurements of service attendance. And when you look at consistent patterns of service attendance, for example, regular service attendance over an eight-year period, that was then associated with a 50% reduction in mortality during follow-up. And so these are very large effects, and the size of the effects were somewhat surprising to us. And was there a particular religion that was dominant in this, or was this kind of across all forms of religion? With this particular group of nurses, they were predominantly Christian, mostly either Catholic or Protestant. We weren't really able to compare results across different religious groups. The only comparison we could really make with this data was Catholic versus Protestant, and the effects of service attendance itself seemed very similar for Catholics and Protestants. Do you think a patient's church going is something that perhaps a doctor may ask about in an exam visit in the future? That's a more difficult question. I mean, certainly people don't become religious or make decisions about religious practices based on health. Such decisions are made more in the context of questions of meaning, of relationships, of upbringing, of evidence, of beliefs. So I think one does need to be careful. However, the majority of patients in America do state that they would like their physicians to address their spiritual needs. Physicians, on the other hand, the majority feel uncomfortable doing so. So there's a little bit of tension there, and I think one needs to be careful. But if questions of faith or religion do come up during such a meeting, I think it is reasonable to inquire about whether one's religious or spiritual practices take a communal form as well and to perhaps encourage attendance for those who are already religious as a meaningful form of social participation. So while I don't think physicians should be prescribing service attendance to the general public based on these results, I think it is a reasonable recommendation for those who are already religious to incorporate a more of a communal practice with regard to religious and spiritual beliefs. Fascinating study. Dr. Tyler Vanderweel from the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health, thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you. It's been a pleasure being with you. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. Next, if you were suddenly separated from your smartphone, how would you react? Eye-opening research, coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this. 